Good morning to everyone. Howdy. Today is Wednesday and uh, we read, uh, we continue St. Mark's 8th chapter. We witness here another miracle of our Lord. And uh, don't be surprised that at the end, he instructs the man not to go back to the village where he came from. He, he took him out from that village to perform this miracle on him. But at the end, he asked him not to go into the village, at least for that time. Uh, obviously, because he did not want people to uh, know it. And if they get to know it, you see, they would uh, run out to him and make him some sort of uh, a king, a redeemer of the sort that he was not interested in, meaning earthly redemption, worldly redemption, redemption from the, the problems here on earth. When he was the king of the spiritual world, and this world was not just related to the to the uh, material world. Indeed, the spiritual world is very much related to the physical world. But the spiritual world that Jesus wanted was his own kind of realm. Not the kind that they understood from Caesar Augustus or King Herod of that type. So we read that Jesus and his disciples came to Bethsaida. Some people brought to him a blind man whom they begged him to touch. It is uh, noteworthy that Jesus took the blind man by the hand and led him outside the village, the village of Bethsaida. Then he put spittle on his eyes and laid his hands on him. Right? You see, it was not enough just to touch him or to cure him from a distance. He went down to the level of earth, made spittle. We make that by uh, spitting on the ground and mixing there some soil some, so that you make a little mud. And he used that to put on his eyes of all places, right? Anyway, he was blind. He didn't see anything. So what happened? Our Lord asked him, can you see anything? And the man who was beginning to see replied, I can see people. They look like trees to me, but they are walking about. So, there was a miracle indeed, a great change. But the queer thing is that he saw people like they were trees. So, he, he, he had some kind of uh, delusion or this, this delusionary vision. His eyes were not perfect. Clearly, they were not yet perfectly able to see properly. His eyes, defective still, messed up with his perception of reality. So our Lord, like a doctor, right, after an initial uh, application of a remedy, 
and asking uh, whether it was already okay and seeing that uh, it was not that, that okay yet, he laid his hands on the man's eyes again and he saw clearly. He was cured and he could see everything plainly and distinctly. How wonderful of our Lord. But a great lesson also for us. You see, our Lord proceeds like this at times. He does not make us see clearly everything. He prevents us. Just like when he appeared to those two disciples on their way to Emmaus after he resurrected. He covered their eyes, so to speak, so that they would not recognize him walking with him. Until the, the last moment he, when he wanted them to see and realize who it was they were talking to. See, our Lord goes by steps. Were he to reveal to us everything clearly, most probably we would die from shock or collapse in uh, despair. Because if he let us see all our sinfulness, I don't know who would be able to withstand that. Or he, he would like to show us everything he expects us to do during our lifetime. That would be staggering, to say the least. If not uh, a hopeless, uh, you know, a mountain like much more than Mount Everest to climb. So he's, he, 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 he deals with us step by step, little by little, sometimes a little more and then less again. He's uh, like a coach. He's trying to develop us without getting us into a uh, hopeless or discouraged disposition. So in our prayer life, let's keep this in mind. Our Lord may not let you see, as he had not permitted this man to see for some time. And then he met him by providence also, and he let him see with spittle on his eyes. But it was not really uh, that clear yet. Then a third, another step forward. So he's, he began to see in a clear way. So in our prayer, let us be uh, abandoned to him. Sometimes he doesn't tell us anything. <laughs> but don't forget that prayer is always fruitful. We had spent time with the Lord and the Lord does not forget these things. Right? So, well, he, for at least we see that we are weak. We don't see everything. We're blind. Sometimes our Lord wants us to realize that, that we also are blind in many ways. Then he gives us a little more understanding. And for all of us, the, the most perfect understanding we will attain will be in heaven, where we will see God face to face. The truth, absolute truth we will get to see. Here on earth, we see their shadows, their dark, their places that are dark, their times when they're difficult, and, and we don't get to see too much. We get to see maybe two feet just in front of us. Other times, we can see two or three kilometers ahead of us. It would always depend on God's providence. So let's not panic. Let's not uh, behave like a spoiled brat complaining that God doesn't uh, tell us or doesn't answer us or we don't feel anything in prayer. No, 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 no. 
we are looking for God. And only in heaven will we get to see him face to face. Here on earth, like uh, it is said in scriptures, we see him uh, like in a mirror. Uh, it's vague. It's not so clear yet. But that is surely a step forward. Let's be grateful for that. Humble, but grateful. Thank you for listening. And uh, may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon you and remain forever. Amen. Ciao!